Welcome to Two and a Half Librarians, a spoiler-filled podcast about books and other bookish stuff by the Presque Valley Public Library. I'm Shelby, the teen librarian, and joining me is Colleen Bornschlegel, the teen library assistant, and Michelle Yorting, our adult services librarian. So here's how the show works. Each month, we'll choose a book to read and discuss. One of our hosts is notorious for only reading half of a book, so we'll be filling her in on what happens in the rest of the story. So if you are not a fan of spoilers, then this is not the podcast for you. This month, we read One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus. As of the recording of this episode, One of Us is Lying is number three on the New York Times bestseller list and has been on the list for up to 50 weeks. Wow. Colleen, did you think you were going to like this book when you started? I was open-minded, but no. I thought it was going to be pretty cheesy and a little bit uh, teeny bopper, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I thought at first the peanut, whole peanut allergy thing was a little bit too easy, but the way that she created the story around it was actually quite engaging. Um, so I was, I was pleasantly surprised, and well, which is part of why I got more than halfway through. I had to stop myself from it. So it was, um, yeah, I, I thought, especially for her first novel, I thought she did an excellent job with the story, and, and I had no idea. Jake. <laughs> no idea. You did not see that coming. I did not see it coming. And this is um, Karen McManus's debut novel. Her next novel, Two Can Keep a Secret, comes out in January. And I don't think it's a continuation, um, but I think it's kind of the same vibe of thriller mystery. So we're looking forward to that. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I did not think that I would finish this book. <laughs> Um, but I got hooked. I think right at the beginning, it wasn't quite drawing me in, but then definitely when that mystery element came in, I, I was hooked and I had to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Mm. I was just going to say, I think the character development, I think it was a little slow at first, but once you started getting to know the characters, that definitely is when, you, when the story sort of hooked you a little bit more. Yeah. So I think the character development was a little slow at first, but once it got going, I felt like it was really rich. And I think they had, you know, the character representation, you know, you had like the brainy person, the jock, the gay person, mm-hmm. the bad boy, mm-hmm. and then the ditzy blonde. I don't know if Addie was blonde or not, but... Probably. That's what I always imagined. Mm-hmm. But also it was, it like had those cliche roles, but the fact that they talked about it mm-hmm. as those cliche roles, I felt like it worked. Totally. And they all ended up not being those cliches exactly. anyway. So. Exactly. And I think they didn't really know one another before. They were maybe acquaintances and had those misconceptions of one another. Mm-hmm. But yes, definitely. I think at the end they saw each other for who they really were. So, Colleen, how far did you get in this book? I will admit I got more than halfway. It was hard to stop. Um, but I'd say I got, oh, I'm stuck in audiobook timing. So, six hours into it. So, it was the last thing so, that happened. The last thing that happened is Nate and Bronwyn were necking in the woods. And then she finally checked her phone to see that her mom and her sister were trying to get a hold of her because the police station called and wanted to further question her and she's freaking out so they went to Nate's house and Nate's mom was there who apparently had died so I don't know what that's about and that's when I that's literally when I stopped so I'm just kind of left in that cloud of mystery awesome so what I remember happening happening next (coughs) I 
feel like I can never remember in the correct order, especially with things like this when there's so many different um, narrators, which makes it kind of confusing. There was so much going on the whole there time. There was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in that part, I kind of forgot that Nate's mom was supposed to be dead. Because um, I think they mentioned that earlier in the in the book. So briefly, I feel yeah. like I had to do research to remember what happened. It was like at the beginning, because remember Bronwyn was saying, I'm sorry about your mom, and he didn't want to talk about mm-hmm. it. That was yeah. way back mm-hmm. in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So long ago. So she comes back, and she's in kind of the rest of it. She's, like, making up for lost time. She leaves because she was into drugs, and she left and, like, went and joined a commune or something in, in Oregon. Oregon. Mm-hmm. And so she comes back, and so she's kind of in the rest of it as well. She's, I don't remember her being quite that big of a character. I mean, other than Snape's mom. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, did she come back because she saw, she like saw her son's name on the news? Like, is that why she came back? Because yes. the timing yeah. seemed to be. And then she becomes the support role for him because she did clean up her act and then mm-hmm. um, she's there when he goes to jail. He goes to juvie. Yep, he gets arrested. something else. He, later in the book, he's they decide that he's like the killer, and so and I can't remember what piece of evidence comes in out. His locker. Oh yeah, his locker has the epipens. Um, yep, all the epipens are found in his locker, yep. as well as someone had in his to house framed him. That's too perfect. <laughs> That's stupid. Right, and in his house, they find a compu- the computer that was used to like post the most recent ones, the the ones that are posted on the blog after. The fact, um, even though the house was searched previously, and, they and his locker, find the these items, they magically appeared. That's just fishy. <laughs> fishy. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> he. They anyway. What else happens? So Cooper, you find out about Cooper. His other secret. Um, so is, you know they all have other secrets. Yes. So they have well, like that, big secrets. I don't think I got any of the other secrets. So like Cooper was denying, or he. There was at some point where he was telling someone he doesn't juice. We yeah. actually believe them. And all, yeah, so all of his tests say that he don't. He doesn't. Right. Yeah. So his big secret. He's gay. He's gay. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, he's and he's dating Keely. That she he dates right. Keely through a lot of it, and he breaks up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but secretly, at the same time, he's dating Chris. That's who Chris is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you so you meet Chris a little bit later, um, and you find out that he's actually a secret college boyfriend who's a male model from Germany. Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Of course. So he's and fabulous. And he explains the K-R-I-S, Chris, mm-hmm. which he explained that. He wasn't even lying. Right. Oh, exactly. Okay. And so Bronwyn is brought in, again, because that she posted... Oh, so Simon had posted um, another post about Bronwyn's uh, sister Maeve mm-hmm. um, that at a party like her freshman year she got a lot of control and drank too much and danced on the tables and so he was basically kind of slamming her on this and Bronwyn gets on and this is in the past again she comments like like you're dead Simon or something like that kill you. Um, yeah so she's brought in again because that evidence makes her look very guilty what did she have another secret other than Cheating and like finding the results on the this 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 is this the other blog. oh that's yeah. another secret oh, yes okay. yeah and so Maeve also this whole time is like hacking she's she knows all yeah. about the back the posts the back posts and, and she knows she how to get some into research things. on Simon's other internet yes. activity too yes mm-hmm. yes and then Addie I don't what was her other does she have another secret well, she, she will but not really <gasps> did she do it. <laughs> So who do you think, since you don't know? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I so if you had to make I had a, guess. a whole series of thinkings on it. First I thought 
even could be Simon staging his own because he seemed very theatrical and very devious anyways. And how did he know all this? That's the, that's the other big question. Like, how could anyone actually know all of it? Um, so that's why I was thinking it's either someone really obvious or really obscure, which of course that would be, that would be the case. Um, Janae, Simon's best friend that she definitely, I feel like she's a, she's a little bit wacky. And um, I think I did have, I had some questioning about her. And then also Avery, the, the teacher. So I'm kind of gone into different, those three characters. And I really don't think any of the, I don't really, I don't think any of the four kids that were framed did it. All right. Do we gonna, are we going to tell her? Yes. So um, you find out <laughs> at the end that Simon actually did stage his own Death. Yep. He's the only one who could have had access to all that, yes. except the teacher, of course, and which so just like yeah. they didn't even suspect him. But you find out the even more crazy twist. Surprisingly, yes, uh-huh. is that um, Jake was in on it, which is Addie's ex-boyfriend. He, Ooh, I know, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, he knew about the little affair she had, the little mm-hmm. one-night stand. With he TJ. knew about that. And so he was really angry, and so he kind of got with Simon, or Simon used that to get Jake to help him uh, after he died to continue doing the posts so afterwards. So Jake did the post-human yes. And then Janae's also kind of being blackmailed yes. by Jake to keep it going. Right. So she's also involved. Um, she is, a year later, after the whole event, she's supposed to post, like, his kind of memoir. Because this whole time it comes out that he's on Reddit, on these all these weird... Um, like gun related mm-hmm. um, Reddit threads and he's posting about how um, these kids who are shooting up in schools are not um, creative and he said he wants to go out with a bang so when he does it he's going to be more creative about it and so you find out that he actually you know staged his own and then made this huge like um, confession that was supposed to come out a year later once everybody's lives were already had that. Yeah, she had access to that wow and then Jake freaks out at the end he becomes a psychopath yeah so Addie he seemed a little too creepily perfect and he seemed like he yeah there was so Addie is like she goes with Cooper to Mm -hmm. Janae's house to talk to her um and the whole time you find out or during this confession that Janae is having she she was supposed to frame Addie for it all that's how Cooper was kind of or Jake was going to get his like revenge so um but Janae really liked Addie because she was nice to her and you know um didn't you know wasn't a mean person to her and so she was beginning to feel a little regret about pinning it on her right so she doesn't Mm -hmm. pin it on her um and then Jake shows up while she's having this confrontation and uh Addie ends up running through the woods to get away from him and he catches her and he's basically gonna kill her and Cooper comes out of nowhere and like he like saves her and so yeah and she had recorded she put her phone in the house when um Jake was talking to Janae so she has the recording for proof Yes, so yes. they are all cleared. And Eli, um, he's the lawyer for the television show. So there's this television show that it's, does the whole, that like tells the whole story. Yes, and of that was the murder who, club. Addie or not Addie? Bronwyn wanted to call. Was that the lawyer that was with the um, until proven? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or, yeah, something like that. Proven yeah, until. Eli. He's okay. from Until Proven. I think is what it's called. <clears throat> um, and so he he ends up representing Nate because Nate goes to jail. Um, because for of all that evidence. Else? No, no for, that, for that evidence. But the planted evidence. Oh, okay. And so 
he goes to jail, but then they all kind of rally together, and they're like, there's no way <coughs> he did this, so Bronwyn kind of spearheaded that. And then that's how they tried to look at other pieces, and then that's how the Janae piece came in. Okay. Because she seemed like a... She seemed like a prominent character, but didn't we didn't know much about her, but it seemed like there was something going on with her. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jake. Yeah. Yes. Twist. Yes. I did he was not, I did not even... Totally unexpected. Consider. I wasn't very pleased with his behavior. No. People make mistakes. He yes. was terrible. He was yes. probably easily one of my least favorite characters, even though he even seemed like such a small character until, you know, kind of the end, but... Yeah. And I didn't like how... Addie just fell into that complacent role with him, so I'm glad mm-hmm. they made that break and she found her own voice, mm-hmm. and I just didn't really like that relationship. Also, it, she's so cool because as it goes along, like she, did, I don't know if you got to the part where she just like shaves her head. She has it yes. all. Oh, and she, like, <laughs> that part made me like smile and go, <laughs> like out loud, like yes. Yeah. When she went, when she reached over and just grabbed the scissors yeah. and just and she just fix it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. That was yes. awesome. Yeah. And so in the end, um, so her sister, you know, split up. Um, Addie's sister split up with her husband. Ashton. Ashton. Is her name? Yep. Right. And um, she buys a place, a condo, townhouse, and wants Addie to move in with her. Cool. Yep. Yep. And Bronwyn, she um, ends up, I think she ends up working for Until Proven, doesn't she? Or she gets offered like an internship kind right. of. So she, and then Yale also gets with her and is right. like, we're we'll oh, looking yeah, forward to seeing your application. Concern. Well, she, mm-hmm. she confessed won't. it all. She uh, met and went on air about the whole thing, how sorry she was, and just, you know, had a big confession. And I know, like, probably some of the Ivy Leagues aren't going to take me or whatever, but then they appreciated, I guess Yale appreciated her truthfulness. And, mm-hmm. so. Did they ever, did she ever get into the book, the author of How Does Simon Know Everything? Like, did he have a special resource? Like, how did he know all of these things? I think he was nosy, but also I think Janae probably. I would assume she would be a part of that. And he also might have just had some kind of, like, a network. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Gossip Girl, Um, but people submit their own tips in Gossip Girl, and then Gossip Girl just posts them. So one of the things, like, I in my brain, that's what I'm also thinking. Like, he's super nosy and in everybody's business, but also... People just like want to bring their friends down, mm-hmm. so they just like submit. That's my guess. Yes, okay. I, but they did not address that. Yes. Okay. Just let that be a fact. Okay. And so Bronwyn and Nate split apart. <clears throat> like he on kind oh, of yeah. on his end, he did that. You know, kind of thinking that you know they didn't have anything in common anymore, I and that. you know it was never really meant to be. They're you know two different people, <clears throat> and so she goes out with. I can't remember his name, yeah. but he was somebody she was interested in at the very beginning. Is his name Evan? I think it's Evan. <clears throat> and they were on some one of her clubs together, and so she was, she kind of went out with him for a year or a few months, and because um, <clears throat> this is after Nate gets out of jail, he gets out of jail and he kind of cuts Bronwyn off because um, he's just like we don't have anything like you said in common, and and um, and so but like three months later, there's like an epilogue kind of thing, and they get back kind of get back together she so. has a pers- uh, she does a piano recital yes and um she just kind of forgot to invite the boyfriend but nate nate was there she didn't know it but it was like the best performance of her life and oh wow and he was waiting for her outside 
I won't oh. lie, I did completely forget that she played piano. Yeah. Because that was only addressed, like, in the very beginning, I feel like. And then I was like, she played piano this whole time? So her recital was a little confusing okay, to me because it was a weird way to wrap it up. I yeah. Well, there was a significant, I thought the piano was a significant exchange between Nate and It was. It was. Like, but it had just, on. it had been a while, I think, since I had read that part, so. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, I don't know what happens to anybody else. Let's see, who else was I curious about? I think Cooper was offered uh, a scholarship at a college. He's going to forego. He ends up going, oh, he ends up going to, or choosing a state college because Mm -hmm. none of the big teams wanted him when he was potentially gay. Yeah, when he was openly gay. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yes. So then, because once it all comes, excuse me, clean that he's not really involved in this, all these big teams then, because they're getting all this backlash for not accepting him because he's gay, um, they all send him, like, invites or whatever. And, And then he goes with a state school that took him the whole time, so... Which is oh, cool. Okay. So. And I think his dad came comes around at the end, don't you? Like his dad like wouldn't really He wouldn't really talk, talk to him to or him look him in the eyes. Yeah. But I think it seemed like he was starting to come around. Yep. That there was hope that he would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Man, Jake. Jake, I know. I know. I really enjoyed listening to this. I think, you know, there were so many characters and yes, and some of the pronunciations were weird, but um it just really grabbed me. Like mm-hmm. And even, uh, yes, I agree. And it was um, interesting when, like, when Nate was the narrator for his section, but then he would have a certain voice for Bronwyn, or, like, Addie would have a certain voice for Jake. It was interesting how you were still able to pick up on the characters. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was a good good way of keeping people straight. Were there four different narr- narrators then? Mm, I believe so. I think each of the main, each of the the, the murder clubs... Yes, had murder their own. They had their own narrator voice, but then... I think all the other characters were within their sections. Right. So they didn't have that many. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Simon. Thank you for joining us for our first ever episode of Two and a Half Librarians. If you liked the show, leave us some love. If you'd like to learn more about what's going on at the library, hit up our website at www.pvlib.net or like us on Facebook. Next time on our podcast, we'll be discussing Warcross by Marie Lu. See you then.